0: Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Kristen Stoneking, the senior pastor here. And I'm Brian Adkins, associate pastor. Our mission here is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message
1: you mm-hmm.
2: Luke chapter 24 verses 13 through 35 the walk to Emmaus now on that same day two of them were going to a village called Emmaus about seven miles from Jerusalem and talking with each other about all the things that had happened while they were talking and discussing Jesus himself came near and went with them but their eyes were kept from recognizing him and he said to them what are you discussing with each other while you are walking along, They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem israel yes and besides all this it is now the third day since these things took place moreover some women of our group astounded us they were at the tomb early this morning And when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. When he was at the table with them he took bread blessed and broke it and gave it to them then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight they said to each other was not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road while he was opening the scriptures to us that same hour they got up and returned to jerusalem And they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They will say the Lord has risen indeed and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Lift
3: every voice and sing till earth and heaven
0: morning, Epworth. As you can see, I'm in the library at the church, and I came down here because I thought that it would feel more normal to be here, and I tried to go into the sanctuary, but it felt too cavernous and empty without y'all, so I came into the library. Uh, We're talking this week about the road to Emmaus, and the road to Emmaus is a lonely road. Uh, I have some experience with walking and with depression and with disillusionment, and that's Where we find the disciples on this road but there's one story in my life that i relate particularly to this episode in the gospel and i want to start with that story and many of you've probably heard heard the story before but i pray that it bears repeating it's a story about when one time that i didn't recognize someone i love it was when i was in high school and our neighbors the anderson's were having a halloween party And I was an awkward teenager and I didn't want to go. And it was a cliche event with hayrides and bobbing for apples and dancing and, you know, music. And there was a point in the party when we were all lined up and we were meant to dance with the person lined up across from us down the aisle. And I was lined up across from this woman that I had never seen before. She was wearing giant sunglasses and this Dolly Parton wig. And a party hat and uh, when our turn came I linked arms with her and I danced down the aisle and when we got to the end she grabbed me and hugged me and suddenly I knew who it was it was grandma Flo I was shocked and surprised and overjoyed and it was in that what she called a Holy Ghost hug that I knew her and I was I, I just It was one of those moments. There were so many moments in my life that she surprised me. Um, And the reason it reminds me of this story is that not just because I didn't recognize her, but because when we began at the beginning of that line, we were perfect strangers. And when we ended, we were in perfect love. And it also reminds me that we don't often get to choose the person we dance with in life. And thank God for that because sometimes we're pleasantly surprised. As Cleopas and his friend are encountering this stranger on the road back to Emmaus, it's classic Jesus. He's unexpected and surprising and sometimes sneaky. He walks with them the whole way, and when they arrive in Emmaus, he uh, starts back on his way. But they invite this stranger to stay a while, Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. They're exhibiting that classic hospitality that was the hallmark of the Jesus community. They invite him to stay for a meal, and the funny thing here is that the guest becomes the host. Somehow, Jesus ends up being the one that breaks the bread in this story. And what transpires is what I, I would call the last, last supper or maybe the other Last Supper. The first Last Supper was uh, on the eve of Jesus' betrayal and death, and this one is uh, a celebration of the life everlasting after Jesus' resurrection. As Jesus takes the bread, he does it in the familiar way. He takes it, he blesses it, breaks it, and gives it. In Henry Nouwen's book, Life of the Beloved, he says that the model of communion follows our life uh, as the beloved of God, that we are taken or received by God, we are blessed, that God breaks the power of sin and shame over us, and we are given to the world, sent out to uh, share the good news of God's love. The encounter with Jesus also follows the pattern of Jesus' ministry, because in this, he teaches on the road to Emmaus. He did the same things he did. He shares a meal in community. He offers hope to those who are in despair. And he opens the eyes of those who could not see. As I mentioned in the weekly message this week, the confirmation class started with the scripture from Paul's first lesson, a letter to the Corinthians. Now I see dimly, as in a glass but then I shall see face to face. And I never appreciated that so much as I do now after six weeks of seeing those I love through the glass of my computer screen. I'm so tired of my computer screen. Um, But that scripture continues, now I know in part, but then I shall know fully as I am known. Now I know in part, I find myself wishing for Uh, The time when I was 18 and I knew everything because now I feel like I know very little and uh, Now I know in part, but then I shall know fully as I am fully known at dad's funeral I overheard this woman who had been a close friend of grandma Flo Talking about a recent experience how how someone had laid hands on her and prayed for her and the phrase she used was I got flowed And, And what she meant by that was that someone had prayed for her. And and I believe she meant that she felt seen and known and loved. And I, I thought, that's how grandma was. And my second thought was, God, I hope my name never becomes a verb. Um, but to be seen and known is, is a powerful thing. And to know is one thing, but to but to be known, requires a vulnerability that is, that is really hard to achieve. It wasn't until I sat down to write this sermon that I realized that I'm on an Emmaus road of my own. My father died just two months ago, and people keep asking me how I am, and I say, oh, I'm okay. And then I talk about my mom and how I'm worried about her. But I'm not Okay. Who's okay after somebody that they love has died? Many of us are convinced that people we love will never die. One of the things that people said about my dad was that he was offended when people tried to shake his hand because he was a hugger. And I've been thinking that uh, my dad would've hated this time of coronavirus. He wouldn't have survived it. I don't think, you know, it wouldn't have been the virus that killed him. It would have been the separation, the the moratorium on hugging. He would have hated that. My dad keeps sneaking up on me. I keep remembering the things he said and did. I, I keep thinking about these circumstances. It's the same way with Grandma Flo. At the end of the road, we find that they are still with us. Sometimes we feel that they have been with us all along. We feel that they're with us more now than they were when they were alive. I know that at Epworth, I keep feeling like Grandma Flo lives here. It's so strange. I feel sometimes when I come here, I'm going to her house. Um, I said that when I first got appointed back here. You know, Someone asked me, did you bring Grandma Flo with you? I said, no, she lives here. I have a, a good friend who walked the Camino de Santiago. And she says that she walked at a time in her life when she was, she was in transition. She was changing jobs and moving to a new town. And what she says is that the people she encountered on the way were, were also in some kind of transition in their lives. Some were seeking forgiveness for sin. Some were um, seeking healing. Some were um, just going through a transition. And uh, everybody seemed to begin in isolation, but everybody eventually found community. Some walked fast and some walked slow, but eventually everybody started sharing meals together. Eventually everybody slept in the same churches that hosted them along the way. As we travel down the road of our grief, we don't travel alone, even though we think sometimes we do. Jesus didn't leave behind a manifesto. He left behind community. And that's what we're called to carry on. John Wesley said that Christianity is a social religion. To make it anything else would be to destroy it altogether. It's in community that we learn to channel our grief into good news. That's what these two uh, travelers on the road to Emmaus said did as soon as they realized it was Jesus they said do not our hearts burn within us and it says in the same hour they turned around and went back to Jerusalem to tell what they had seen we learn to share that good news we learn to tell what good thing god has done for us we share what, how we made it through abide with me fast falls the eventide I fear no foe, with thee at hand to bless, ills have no weight, and tears no bitterness. Where is death's sting? Where grave thy victory? I triumph still, if thou abide with me. We find that love abides when we abide with one another and God abides with us. Thanks be to God, amen. Thank Listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Brian Adkins, Associate Pastor here. We'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. If you are here in Berkeley, Epworth's worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings at 1953 Hopkins Street at the corner of Napa and Hopkins. And I'm Senior Pastor Kristen Stoneking. If you connect to our podcast from further away, we would invite you to visit our website epworthberkeley.org We'd invite you to keep seeking to grow in faith and to stop by the next time you're in Berkeley
1: When I was in Sunday school We would learn about the time Moses split the sea in two And Jesus made the water wine And I remember feeling sad That miracles don't happen still But now I can't keep track, cause everything's a miracle, everything But now I have to hold my breath Like I'm swimming in a sea of it It used to be a world half-fair Heaven's second rate hand-me-down But I'll walk it with a reverent tear Cause everything is holy now Everything Child's face and say it's not a testament, that'd be very hard to say. See another new. Shining like a burning bush Singing like a scripture verse It made me want to bow my head I remember,
0: I remember when church let
1: How things have changed since then Everything is holy now It used to be a world half there. Heaven's second-rate like hand-me-down but I walk it with a reverent air, cause everything is holy now.